This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. In the Battery Atlantis, the Buck Blue Show. Here on the fan, 680 and 937. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Click and watch the show. Hey everybody! Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you in coming. At Beaver Toyota. DT in the house. He's ready to go. Our engineer. Road Dog in Starkville. Getting ready for the Bulldogs in Mississippi State. And I had him take a care package to my daughter out there. Yeah, wonderful to have people going, traveling like that. <laughs> made, Road, made Road Dog your courier this week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm not <laughs> sure if Road Dog knew what he was carrying. Uh oh! What you got him transport? There was a dress in there. Now uh, Audrey's birthday is on Valentine's Day, so we're trying to get the birthday presents out there. Oh, well done! Can't trust the mail these days. You know what I mean? Just saying. So uh, a lot to get to, man, and a short time to get there. Let's get started. Bucks big take. Big news. Carson Beck got a Lambo that retails for two hundred and seventy-three grand. What? Man, life's good for the Georgia quarterback. Talk about riding around campus in style. Man, this is it. Show me the money, baby. That NIL cash is flowing in, and I bet the ladies are loving it. Go big or go home, right? All right, uh, now that I got that out, let me be real here. All right, my uh, sources are telling me, trusted sources over in Athens at UGA, telling me that Beck did not buy the Lambo. The dealership is allowing him to drive it for a year. Yesterday's exposure alone was reason enough for the dealership to have Beck in this car. I do know this. The salesman needs a new pair of khakis. And Carson could have purchased that Lamborghini if he wanted to. They paid Beck a lot to stick around for this season. Now, here's the most important thing for Carson Beck entering this season as I see it. Leadership. 
leading this football team. That's the most important thing if indeed his number one goal is to win a championship after falling short a year ago. That daggum college football playoff committee, I'd like to get my hands on them. Every decision Carson Beck makes should revolve around being the leader of this team. Now, I know the Lambeau is cool, but it's not exactly something that's going to endear him to his offensive line. Let's be real again here. They're not getting, they're getting next to nothing, the offensive line in the uh, NIL deals. Might want to pass along some of that zero FG energy drink money to those big dogs up front. I'm just saying, not that I... You know, trying to tell him how to spend his money. And look, in uh, summer here, I must admit, one of my favorite stories related to this sort of situation was when Peyton Manning showed up at the Colts training camp as a rookie in a beat-up old truck. And then the media asked him what he planned to do with all that signing bonus money. And Peyton Manning said, earn it. And there's your big take today. So, DT, you didn't think he bought that Lambo, right? I mean, that's $273,000. My initial reaction, of course, was, yeah, he's not actually purchasing purchasing a Lambo. He's well, everybody was making it out to be like he went in there deal. and paid cash for it. Well, that thing. was my And then I read that he did, in fact, buy it from a certain source. And that kind of blew me away. Uh, because you're right, though, Buck. Technically, if he had wanted to, he's making at least a million dollars this year. We know. Oh, hey, minimum. More, yeah, more than that, probably. So, t- technically, he could afford to buy a $300,000 Lamborghini. Buy more than that. If he wanted to, that doesn't mean it's a wise decision. So, I was a little disappointed when I read or, or was under the impression that he hadn't fought, had, in fact, bought this car. That kind of threw me for a loop. Um but, yes, this makes more sense, and you, you, you nailed it. He didn't buy that land. You nailed it, though. Yeah, just yesterday alone, that dealership got so much publicity that that's the point of the, of the transaction. Yeah. The ladies are loving it. Hey, good for, good for him. And just be safe out there, Carson. Be safe, right? And, yeah, this isn't your uh, the Lambo the with, limit. like, the, the the doors coming up on the side and uh, sport, but it's, it's still a powerful Lamborghini. So, yeah. Boy, it's a different day and time. Yeah, you didn't get a Lambo back then, did you? No, I, I didn't want one. I didn't even know what a Lamborghini was at that <laughs> point in time. I mean, seriously. It was the Trans Am, huh? <laughs> I didn't know anything about the Lambo back then. But uh, everything Carson does should be focused on that leadership thing. That's the most important thing. We all know he can spin it. I mean, he can stand back in that pocket. He can throw every pass that you need to throw. One of the top-rated college football quarterbacks out there, if not the top coming into this season. It's all about the leadership. Every single day, got to be thinking about that. That's all I'm saying. Let's see what's popping out there. Let's find out what's popping. Hey, what's popping is we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Kickoff around 645. They say 630, but come on now. You know what the deal is. Give you an extra 15 minutes to get organized and ready to go. For the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. 
lot of talk about Patrick Mahomes out there. As he's looking to win another MVP, I mean, he's... Man, people comparing Mahomes now to Tom Brady. My goodness. Even if he does, both those guys had the dad bod. Did you realize that? So, uh, looking forward to seeing the matchup, man. I mean, it's going to be awesome. you got two best teams in football. Kansas City playing their best football of the season. Got the 49ers playing uh, this brand of football all season long. It's been very impressive. And it uh, looks like the uh, 49ers practice field situation has cleared up. They considered flying back to Santa Clara to practice yesterday because they're not too happy with the field at UNLV. It's an artificial turf field. They put grass on top of the artificial turf. And they, when they checked it out immediately when they arrived Sunday night, they said, you know, the field is too soft. We don't want to practice on this field. So they're considering flying back to Santa Clara, get their practice work in. I'm sure the NFL will say, no, 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 you're not leaving town. You're not doing that. But uh, now Shanahan's saying, you know, it is what it is. We're going to be all right. We'll practice on the soft turf. Crying out loud. Why do the Chiefs get the Raiders facility? There's probably some of that going on. Uh, did you see where the Chiefs, their star cornerback, Legarius Sneed, left the team? Wasn't with the team. Personal reasons. After doing a little digging, well, his, his lady had another baby. So congratulations to Sneed, who's been tremendous for Kansas City in the secondary. I mean, every time I see that ball going Sneed's way, he's got tight blanket coverage on the receiver. And do you know that he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year? Boy, I tell you, he'd look good in a Falcons uniform. I'm just saying. All right, so all this talk about Mahomes, and look, it should be a lot of talk about Mahomes. He is... He's the best in the business right now. And there's some talk out there about the 49ers quarterback, too. Brock Purdy, last, the very last selection in the NFL draft a couple of years ago. Mr. Irrelevant. And look at him now. Getting a start in the Super Bowl. Wow. And has led the 49ers in these two playoff games to get where they are. They were down. They were down, man. And the rep on Purdy was, hey, if the Niners ever play from behind, they got no shot with Brock Purdy as the quarterback. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that has changed. He led the 49ers back in both those playoff games. And I mentioned uh, yesterday on the show as I was breaking down the Kansas City defense, San Francisco offense, was Purdy's uh, <clears throat> success rate. Listen to this in case you missed yesterday's show. Brock Purdy's success rate against man coverage, number two in the NFL. Success against zone coverage, number one in the NFL. Single high safety, number two. Two high safety, number one. Against the Blitz, number one. Off run action fakes, number one. 
when he's pressured. Number three. Brock Purdy's got it going on. You don't believe me. The club. Listen to Pat, Patrick Mahomes talking about Purdy. He's a great football player. He makes a lot of flashy plays. He makes all the, the right plays. And um, he's very even-killed. He doesn't get too high, too low. And that's what you, you want to do at the quarterback position. But um, he's a guy that goes out there and just competes. He, he goes out there and competes. Um, he finds a way to win football games. And that's what you have to do in this league. Yeah, there he is. Mahomes is trying to set you straight. Now, I know Mad Dog Russo is probably saying he's a bum. You know, I hadn't heard, but I'm just guessing that's probably what Mad Dog Russo is saying about him. Some of the best uh, praise I've heard was C- Steve Spagnuolo, the yeah. uh, the Chiefs defensive coordinator, just raving about him the other day. Well, so. Russo's probably just calling him a game manager as if that it's is... so easy and As if that's disrespectful. Yeah, right? Here's Purdy talking about his thoughts on being a game manager. It can be a compliment at, at, at times where it's like, all right, you got a guy that can come in and run the system well. I feel like that's a compliment. I think that's, you know, you're doing things right mentally, and, and obviously you're good enough to be able to hit guys that are open and make plays. You know, there's 32 teams in the NFL, and there's not a lot of people that can come in and, and play the quarterback position well in the NFL. It's a hard it's a hard job. So if you're saying that I'm a game manager and I, I don't look flashy in how I do it, I mean, that's your opinion, and that's okay. And at the end of the day, I want to do it. It takes to help my team win. You tell him, Brock. You know, anytime I've heard this through the years, I've always thought, well, that's really a compliment. You mean you make smart decisions and you don't throw interceptions? That's what a quarterback's supposed to, to do. Supposed to make? Oh, you're that's not a good quarterback unless you're a good game manager. So these knuckleheads that like to, you know, try to disrespect people, I'd, I've always thought, well, you're actually, without knowing, you're actually giving the guy a compliment. Your knucklehead. And that's what's popping out there. Hey, want to give you the heads up. We've got our Radiothon coming up Friday, February 16th. We've got our 23rd annual Strikeout Leukemia Lymphoma Radiothon. We'll be broadcasting live from uh, Beaver Toyota and is hosted by your favorite 680 The Fan Shows. Want you to be a part of it, and you've done a great job. You've been so generous through the years, and we've been able to raise over $2 million to support the vital work of the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. So want you to be a part of it. Uh, you can check out more information, make donations, uh, visit 680thefan.com for more info. we got more coming up next. We'll get to the bottom of it, and then we're going to uh, chop it up a little bit Tell you, the Atlanta Braves will be one of the favorites coming into the season. I mean, that's just the way we roll here. But they're not winning anything without this guy. I'll tell you who that is coming up next. Got the Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And look, if you miss the show, you've got an appointment, something like that, make sure you got that fan mobile app. You can listen anytime, anywhere, and actually go back and hear the show later in the day. Comes in really handy. Want to invite you to come on out and be a part of the 2024 Chili Dip Open. February 23rd, we're going to be teeing it up at Bears Best Atlanta again. Looking forward to that. I got a new driver I want to get out of there and hit the PXG. Man, on that practice tee, we're bombing it. Want to put it in play and uh, looking forward to being a part of the big tournament again this year. Benefits first team Metro Atlanta. It's the first big golf tournament of 2024. And uh, <laughs> want to thank some of our sponsors of the great event and that is Kroger uh, Corona Beer. Hey, Zero FG Energy Drink. I, I talked about them at the top of the show. You got Carson Beck out there promoting them. The Color Spot, Harris, Cherokee Casinos and Resorts. The Chili Dip Open, baby. It's almost here. Looking forward to hearing it. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Looking forward to hitting it and looking forward to the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on our NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. And Mort, hey, uh, Raheem Morris won the press conference earlier this week. Really impressive, Mort. Uh, a lot of energy, uh, really positive, excited about his coaching staff that he's put together. Raheem won that press conference. Mort, I gave him an A. Yes, I saw it. I would give him an A, too. But I expected an A from Raheem. Yeah. And what, what I think he's gained as he's accumulated these coaching years, and I think it's Wonderful that he was with Sean McVay and his staff the last uh, was it three years or two, something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just, and the people who have played for him, people who have coached with him, I think uh, when you heard Les Snead, somebody said, well, you know, Les just trying to do Raheem a favor. No, I said to somebody higher than that, higher than Les, and not to put down Les. And he said, we just feel obligated because it'd be real easy for us to stay quiet and not pump him up. But basically, Raheem deserves this job. I thought that, uh, you know, I, I thought that Bill Belichick was going to get the job early. But I will say this, as time went on and he talked to more people about Belichick, it wouldn't have been a fit. And it's not because of 
because of the front office structure, it wouldn't have been a fit. And Raheem, I think he just brings uh, an energy and enthusiasm. I love his staff that he put together. And now, now listen, here's the caveat. If he and Terry Fontenot don't find the right quarterback, then this is all for naught. Said that right, brother. So, Mort, I want Jaden Daniels. That's the guy I want the Falcons to go after. And we've spoken about this before. You're going to have to move up into the top three to get Jaden Daniels. I wouldn't think you got to go to the top spot. That is going to be Caleb Williams is my educated guess, whether it's the Bears or, you know, whether you got the commander, say, moving up a spot to get him. But what would be the cost for the Falcons to move up, do you believe, to number three or number two? Uh, how, how big a cost would it be, do you think? Well, I, I think it's minimum two first and two seconds and and, uh, and probably a player. And that that's what would concern me a little bit, the player. Although, you go get your quarterback. That's number one. Absolutely. Like, I, I think the Panthers got ripped off. Uh, especially when they give up their receiver. I mean, they got ripped off, especially when they give up their receiver. I mean, uh, Bryce Young had nobody to play with. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, but at the same time, draft picks are draft picks. I mean, you you need them at some point, but this is a roster. I think it's ready to win. Got to get the quarterback. You got to get the quarterback. It's going to be there for a long time. I, I I agree with you on Jaden Daniels, and uh, I think that uh, you know, do you have to? Are the Commanders going to? You know, I, I don't know if the Commanders are going to be the team, but the Patriots are going to be the team. Yeah, at number three that you deal with, and and that probably may be it. More. What about the Bears? Uh, I'm sure right now they're. They're trying to figure out what is the best course of action for them with that number one pick. Uh, trading Justin Fields, who's interested? Is there a lot of interest? Uh, Caleb Williams, reportedly not big on going to Chicago. He's a kid from the D.C. area. So I'm just guessing he probably won't end up with the commanders there. But uh, since they got Quinn, if I was Caleb, I'd think about maybe uh, Chicago might be a better place. I'm just saying so how do you think all this plays out, Mort, as far as the Bears go and that number one pick in Justin Fields? Yeah, I, I think they uh, draft Caleb Williams. So that means Justin Fields, where do you go? You know, some people are obviously are trying to put him to the Falcons, but the Raiders are going to need one. But I see the Steelers are going to be interesting because Mike Tomlin, uh, the coach there, really believes he liked Justin Fields coming out. They want a quarterback who can move around more than they, they currently have. Not the, Kenny Pickett's got some athletic ability, but not Justin Fields. And I, I think that that, that uh, Caleb Williams is going number one to the Bears. Yeah, Arthur Smith up there now as the offensive coordinator, and uh, he, he likes a mobile guy. I think that probably fit there, no doubt. So, Mort, do you miss going to the Super Bowl? I've, you know, here at 680 The Fan, we uh, we used to go almost every single year. I've been to 10 or 12 of these things and enjoyed being in the mix. What about you, Mort? You missing being there? Uh, well, tomorrow is the day I would go. And 
Buck, I, I may still get on a plane and go. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but at, at the same time, uh, watching on TV w- reminded me of what I don't miss. <laughs> like on Monday night, whatever they're doing on Monday night, uh, what they tried to make this. Yeah, the and, uh, media uh, day. The media day. I, I mean, it, it, it's just, but, but you know. The who, dog and pony show. It's, it's even more than a dog and pony show. I mean, name something bigger. I mean, uh, but, but but when the game itself is really what where I wanted to focus. And I always got excited about the game as we got closer to it. I mean, I am excited about this game. And I heard you uh, before I came on talking about Brock Purdy. And, and you're so 100% right. If, if you're not a game manager... You're not a good quarterback in the NFL. No doubt. I mean, you have to be a, a game manager. And he's made a lot of plays, made enough plays, uh, you know, t- to, to be worthy of this. But but I still think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Cause I, I love this defense. Uh, and the quarterback is, is, is pretty decent from what I gather. <laughs> More, what about Andy Reid? Yesterday he said that <clears throat> basically he's, they asked him, are you going to retire after the game? And his response was, today's not the day. And reading the tea leaves, I love doing that, Mort. Reading the tea yeah, leaves, yeah. Uh, today's not the day, that leads me to believe he's seriously considering this. What do you think about that, about Andy Reid? Well, well, I have heard, not confirmed, that he's been thinking about this for a year. You know, he's 66. Grandkids are getting a little older. Older, I mean, he's accomplished what you need to accomplish. But the people who know him can't imagine him being not around football. And 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 when you have Mahomes, who knows? You may win eight Super Bowls. Yeah. But 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 I think that uh, I think that based off reliable people, he certainly contemplated it. Uh, and I think usually, and, and, and Tony Dungy said this and a few other coaches, you want to take at least, at least a week or so before you make a decision like that. Let's say he did step down. Let's say the chiefs win. He goes out on top. He's had a great career retires, man. Immediately. I'm thinking Belichick or Vrabel moving in there. What are you thinking? Yeah, well, I, I can't believe Mike Brable didn't get a job. But, but except that I know that, you know, he, he's got some ideas about what the front office should be like. Uh, yeah, I would, I would think, I would think Brable would be the ideal guy. Uh, I've heard Mahomes wants Matt Nagy, or you know, or if they want to make Spagnuolo, uh, their defensive coordinator, the head coach would be fine with him. But. Uh, I, do, I just based on some things I've heard about you know, the Belichick model and who he brings with him. Yeah, I just don't think that fits. Yeah, he might be uh, he might be done at this point in time. Might not see him on the sideline again. Well, with with, with this league, somebody's going to be losing a lot of games. Somebody's going to say. We need a coach, and you'll get a call. 
Saw Boomer Esiason saying, I guess on a podcast that, that he's a part of, that Belichick turned down the Falcons' job. Not enough control there. Well, that means they, they couldn't agree to it. And I think Arthur was doing that most of all, but on the I don't yacht? know that. <laughs> yes. But but uh, I don't think that would be something. Based, if you did your homework and you were Arthur Blank, you would be afraid of saying yes to that. And I would be, based off the results of what has happened in New England uh, with that model the past several years. Yeah, fell apart on them up there. Personnel decisions. Yep. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, a lot of bad personnel decisions, so I can certainly understand that deal. Mort, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll look forward to having you on next week, man. All right. But when are you, when are you, when are you going to make your pick? Uh, I've made the pick. Uh, I've got it up on uh, Buck's Beat, my podcast. I had a Super Bowl breakdown on that, and I've taken oh, San Francisco. Uh, okay, I have the app. So I'll go. I'll go. I'll go listen to it. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. So you got the 49ers. I got the Chiefs, uh, and we'll put a uh, iced tea on it. Sounds good, Mort. Thanks so much. Awesome stuff. We appreciate you. You got it, bud. Take care. Chris Mortensen, every week here on the show during the football season, joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. And have you heard about Chuck and Chernoff and what they've got going on? They've got the five days of Taylor happening on their show. And it's the chance for dads and daughters to submit a 30-second video clip singing a Tay-Tay song. And you get a shot at a Arnett's Chop Shop gift card plus, how about this, $2,500 gift card to Brown & Company Jewelers. Man, that'd be coming in handy. Go to 680thefan.com for all the details. I saw some of the videos yesterday. Really impressive stuff, but I think you got a shot to win this thing. Learn more uh, during the Chuck and Chernoff show. Coming up later today. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go shopping. Yeah, let's chop it up, man. I'm getting excited. A week from today, Braves reporting down to spring training. Here we go. Braves this offseason, uh, coming off that disappointing loss in the postseason to the Phillies, man. I'm still a little down about that. but Braves offseason priority was at the top of the list was to solidify the pitching staff. I'm talking about the rotation and the bullpen. And boy, Anthopolis was busy. Went out there and brought on Lopez and that dude Bummer. I hope he's better than his last name. Put them in the bullpen, it looks like. You got uh, Sale. They're going to plug in the rotation. Man, I'm very pleased with all three of those pickups by Alex Anthopoulos, but let me just say, let me keep it real here on the show again. Braves aren't going to win the World Series without Tyler Matzik stepping up and giving this bullpen a boost. And we're talking about Tyler Matzik back in high leverage situations as a setup man coming out of the bullpen. Because... (laughs) 
at last check, let me tell you, and I relived it again last night. Tyler Matzik in the 2021 NLCS against the Dodgers, game six, Braves up three to two, leading the game four to two in the top of the seventh inning. So we're trying to close it out, advance to the World Series. The Dodgers, nobody out, runners on second and third. And there goes Snit bringing in Tyler Matzik. Here comes Snit out of the dugout. Bring on Matzik. And what does he do? He strikes out three consecutive batters, including Pujols and Mookie Betts. And he struck him out using that 99-mile-an-hour fastball. He had the velo, baby, and he was painting that thing at 99. And then he had the knockout slider. He was throwing up there, too. One, two, three. Strands the tying run there on base to end the inning. Madness! Truist Park goes crazy. And then flash forward to the World Series a week or so later. Game six of the World Series in Houston. We're trying to close these guys out. Win the World Series. Max Fried goes... Man, he's solid. He's solid. So who do we bring out? We bring out Tyler Matzik. He goes the seventh and eighth inning, striking out four batters. Laying the hammer down, baby. 20 strikes and 28 pitches. Then the elbow flares up. He has elbow surgery. Torn ulnar collateral ligament. Gets it repaired in October of 22. Tommy John surgery. He's 15 months removed from the surgery. He's been cleared to go get him down in spring training starting next week. So I'm going to keep it real here, man. I mean, I know we went out and got some other players. Plug in that bullpen, and they've got some nasty stuff, and I'm really happy about that. Ronaldo uh, Lopez and Aaron Bummer. But I'm telling you, man... I don't think we're going to win it all unless we got Tyler Matzik back in there doing what he did previously. Now, Matzik was uh, available at Braves Fest. And we had home team and John Michaels. We had uh, K-Mac, yeah, sitting down with him. And they were asking him about the road back. I've had a lot of guys, we, we got a few guys down in the clubhouse that have gone through the surgery before, and, you know, I'd sit there and I'd pick their brains for, for hours and hours and hours. Hey, is this normal? Is this not normal? Um, so having guys that have gone through the, the process already and kind of helping me um, avoid some of those, you know, pitfalls in the process and help me, uh, you know, smooth out those was a huge, huge thing. And then, you know, obviously my family, they've been supporting me and, and just kind of keep my vibes up and to keep everything uh, positive. So, yeah, I'm just glad I'm getting through it, and uh, hopefully I'm I'm healthy, and this is just something, you know, a little hiccup, a little speed bump in the process, and I'm good for the rest of the career. You know, sometimes the player comes back stronger, even better than he was before the Tommy John surgery. Let's hear another one from Tyler Matzik. They were asking him, uh, asking him if he was ready to go. 
I was deemed healthy um, and completed rehab on October 20th, so I had a full normal offseason, got to spend some time off, and then got ready for the season, and uh, I should be 100% ready to go in spring training. I think I have a couple few things. I got a, you know, like a back-to-back and also facing some live hitters. I faced that a little bit here, but uh, you know, I think just getting back into a game is the only thing that I have left to check on that box, and we're going to do that in spring training. Yeah, man, Tyler Matzik, let's plug him back in there in these critical situations when the game hangs in the balance. He's got the filthy stuff. He's got the velocity on the fastball at 97 to 99. He's got the the put-away slider, breaking ball that he can throw up there and just uh, go sit him down. So that one-two punch is phenomenal. But you know what also? The thing I love most about Tyler Matzik, he's a stone-cold killer. Is what Tyler Matzik is. Bring on the biggest challenge and hand him the baseball, brother. The fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, far sideline, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! This is the Bulldog Beat with Buck Balloon, presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent. We got National Signing Day today. National Signing Day 2. What? Bulldogs signed 28 players in December on National Signing Day 1. 28 players, 22 of them, have already enrolled. They're already on campus, and they're looking at Beck's Lambo, going, wow, man. Uh, So the best I can tell... Kirby and the coaching staff, there's only one possible splash signing today that is possible for the Georgia Bulldog program, and that is expected to be going down as we speak. There was a 10 o'clock announcement. Uh, Terry Bussey. Terry Bussey and the news coming down. You got some breaking news right here. Terry Bussey, the number one athlete... In this recruiting class, played his high school ball out in Texas. Now, he had verbally committed to Texas A&M coming into the signing day, but was seriously considering LSU and Georgia. Here's the big news. Terry Bussey has decided, wait, wait for it, wait for it. He stuck with Texas A&M. Bulldogs still remain uh, the number one rated class here. They signed nine of the top 100 players. And I tell you what I love about Kirby Smart, and I, I knew it from year number one, and it's something he said during that introductory press conference that he had when the Bulldogs introduced him as the new head coach. He talked about improving the line of scrimmage. And in this recruiting class, this number one rated recruiting class, Georgia signed six offensive linemen, Five defensive linemen. So 11 of the 28 line of scrimmage players we hear so much about. Uh, what, what we tend to call the skill positions, quarterback, running back, receiver, cornerback. Not enough about these big boys up front. Kirby, the impact that he's made at Georgia is pretty obvious. And one of the reasons why he's made such a positive impact and the Bulldogs are leading the way year after year now, is because of the boost that he's provided on that line of scrimmage in recruiting these guys. 
All right, coming on back, man, we got a uh, college football nugget as we return. And a big shout-out. You got the Buck Belushi Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. I should have been a cowboy. Had a boy, Hubbard. boy, Hubbard. Wearing my six shoes, my boy. Boy, sad day yesterday, DT. Love this song. Came out, I think. 2003, something along those lines. Oh, it's earlier than that. This is this was is classic it? 90s. It was in the 90s? I, guess, I think so. I was a young man rocking out of this one. Yeah, I see. I watched a little college basketball last night. They were playing BYU in Oklahoma, and they had a seat saved. Oklahoma hat sitting there. Red solo cup sitting right in front of that empty seat. Very sad story. So a of a young man. Um, rest in peace, Mr. Keith. Toby Keith. I can't say I was, you know, a huge country and western fan, but I like the best stuff. And there was something that drew me to this guy. I remember I had this CD. I think it was called Boomtown. And, yeah, this came out in 1995 or 1996. This is old stuff. Stomach cancer. Yeah, very sad. Very sad. Man. Man. I saw where... uh, Carrie Underwood was saying on her social media account that uh, they've got a new addition to the choir up in heaven. Put him in the choir. Toby Keith, he's going to be missed. All right, let's get to a college football nugget. Mm, tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, National Signing Day number two, and the news just coming down. Terry Bussey, the number one rated athlete in this recruiting class, has signed with Texas A&M, made the announcement a little after 10 o'clock this morning. Pay that man his money. Apparently LSU was jumping in at the last moment. And uh, look, the... uh, Reading the tea leaves, you should have known what was going to happen, right? Because his last visit last weekend was to Texas A&M. Where he got a chance to sit down and get to know Mike Elko, the new head coach, a little better, and the coaching staff. Probably solidified the deal if the young man had already committed to Texas A&M. Elko laid out the red carpet and won him over. He's also thinking about Georgia. I'm sure Elko brought up that NIL money, too, I don't think they're, uh, they got some deep pockets out in College Station. 
No doubt about that. Only five of the top 100 rated players in this recruiting class were unsigned heading into today. So 95% of the top 100 players, this was already done back in December. Remember how much fun this day used to be? Just what, five, six, seven years ago? I guess yeah, it's, it's been around totally for a little while now. But yeah, just 10 years ago. We used to have a big deal here at 680 The Fan. Oh, yeah, so much fun. We could bring all the recruits out and just news coming from everywhere all day. It's a little different now. All five of those unsigned players going into today of the top 100, all five had verbally committed. So really going to be no surprise. Might not today. be any big shocks today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know at our school, uh, South Forsyth, our place kicker, Davis Little, was big this year for us. I see what you did there. Yeah, he was big, man. Dude was drilling him from like 57, no problem. Wow, yeah, in high school, that's a huge weapon. Yeah. So my son Braden really excited to go and support Davis Little, signing with South Alabama today. Right. The USA? South Alabama, down in Mobile. So really proud of Davis and the career he put together. Sort of a sad day. Uh, I know my son Braden was hoping to play some college football. It just didn't materialize. You know, with that transfer portal, these football scholarships are down 40%. Unintended consequences. There's one of them right there. We had a one-in-nine season. Didn't help. You know, white running back. A lot of hurdles there. So, just uh, a little sad. You know, something we had hoped and dreamed of and have to deal with the disappointment there with Braden. Also, I had connected with a quarterback out of South Georgia, Raj Waldrop who broke the all-time passing record in the state of Georgia. All-time passing record, private school down in South Georgia. And I've tried to, uh, you know, be a little bit of a mentor here. He's still looking for a place to play. I think Mike Bobo, I was told, was looking at him as one of the preferred walk-on quarterbacks uh, out of Georgia. Oh. He, Raj was under consideration for that. They ended up going with somebody else. So Raj Waldrop is still out there looking for a place to play, too. And texted him, uh, DM'd him this morning, said, look, keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith. And he said, text, uh, got back to me and said, I'm trying to keep the faith. I mean, there's somebody out there that needs a good quarterback. This guy can spin it. And I think he was downgraded because he played the private league. But, you know, put that to the side. I mean, this guy can throw the football. A big left-handed quarterback. Still looking for a place to play right now. So, uh, Raj, keep the faith, brother. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. Big shout-out to Ice Cold Trey and a big congratulations for being named to the 73rd NBA All-Star Game. Uh-uh! Uh-uh! Y'all should recognize Trey Young is a legitimate All-Star player. Uh, third All-Star Game in six years. He got cheated out of the other three. 
This year he's averaging 27 and 11. Eighth in point, points, number two in assist. And as you know, I've loved Trey's game from the very beginning. I was a fan of Trey Young from day number one. Proud of Trey's toughness and resiliency during these early years of his career. And I just want to say I am so proud of Trey Young for handling this with a touch of class, not named to the team, even though we deserve to be, not named to the team. And there was no whining. There was no crying. And he accepted the news with a touch of class and happiness. Very proud of Trey Young today. Congratulations, brother. All right, Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stay tuned for that. That's going to do it for me today. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, bud. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.